What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alan Fong. Welcome to Behind the Curtain, a What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. We are found at all major streaming platforms, or you can go to our website, www.whatshotitsc.com. I'm your host, Elon Fong, and Behind the Curtain is a look behind the curtain of strip clubs. That's right, adult nightclubs. I'm bringing you some of the most interesting uh, employees, workers, talents in the business. So you get get to see Behind the Curtain, and we, we discuss some of the ins and outs of the business, but more importantly... There's so many amazingly talented people in the industry who are powerful and inspiring and have these amazing stories, and that's what we want to get to with you. My guest today is a DJ from South Florida now. He originally was born in Louisiana, grew up in Minnesota and North Dakota area, ended up going down to Tampa uh, in the summers with his adopted father, and then eventually moved there uh, soon after high school and entered into the strip club business in the late 80s, early 90s, working for... Uh, Keith Johns and Bully Bullard of the Dollhouse and Fantasy Ranch down in Tampa for many years. Trained under Jimmy Jam as a DJ, the late Jimmy Jam, a great DJ from the Tampa area from back in the day. Eventually moving to South Florida, he joined the Pink Pony and Gold Rush team in the late 90s uh, before finally ending up at Scarlet's in Miami from 2003 to 2008, taking a brief detour to Las Vegas and then came back to Scarlet's, uh, let's see, probably around 2009 or 10 or so and stayed there all the way. Uh, until 2018 before his current residency where he's been at for a few years the amazing vixens cabaret i'm talking about the one and only mr tristan storm tristan welcome to the show thank you so much for having me man i gotta tell you uh since i got involved in panda and in 20 panda in 2014 panda's professional adult nightclub dj association a national group of strip club dj 1300 strong when I first got involved with Panda in 2014, all the South Florida DJs, all the big name guys told me, you got to hear Tristan Storm. He's amazing. Tristan Storm, Tristan Storm, best mixing DJ around, great EDM, great house. And he worked at Scarlet's, which was at the time an all EDM format club. And I am so glad to get to talk to you. We've run across each other a couple of times, said hello. This is the first time we get to have a real conversation. I have so much respect for you because so many people I respect gave you flowers. So I had to get that out of the way and publicly say that to you, man. <laughs> Too kind. Thank you so much for the for the kind words. What a gentleman. Oh, my pleasure, brother. So let, let's start, not at the very beginning. We know you're born and we're not going to go into the genesis of everything, but uh, <laughs> we will start with music. We are a music podcast after all as well. Uh, do you remember how did music first end your life and maybe what artist imprinted on you that made you all of a sudden go, that's what I want to do? Sure. Um, so I started out, in my career, or I should say my, my path, my career, okay. my path with music as a youngster, mm-hmm. um, in the, in the 1980s, you know, my, um, uh, my, uh, my mom bought me a guitar nice. and, you know, I started listening to, you know, bands like, uh, White Snake. Oh yeah. Uh, Striper, Ozzy Osbourne. Um, I know there's kind of opposite ends of the <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> um, um, you know, like just tons of good rock music, ACDC, Metallica, all that stuff. So that that's what what really kind of drew me in, and I, I uh, with music. Okay. Was the guitar. Um, and then that later led into um, buying some turntables and learning how to mix. Um, I actually did that before I got into the the gentlemen's club segment okay. of the 
nightclub industry. I, um, you know, I had some 1200s and, and, uh, learned how to mix, uh, Florida breaks. Okay. Um, that's actually where, where I really cut my teeth was, was, um, the Florida, you know, playing Florida breaks and playing after hours in the Tampa area. Wow. So, so that's a pretty big jump though, from guitar and rock bands to what, what, so what DJs made, what made you go, where did you hear? What did you see that when you go, wait, I love guitar, but what is that? So when I, when I was in playing in bands, obviously, you know, like most musicians, I had um, stripper girlfriends. Hey, what? No, say it ain't (laughs) so. I don't know. Okay. I've dated a few. So one of my, uh, one of my girlfriends, um, she, she, you know, really, Doug, um, we call it back then. They just called it techno, but it was yes, really you know Florida breaks. Um, you know, <laughs> so she, she yeah, she exposed me to the music. You know, going to the going to the after hours, and you know, I would just hear you know some Florida Florida DJs, and I I met a guy um, named Brad Smith. Okay, and he influenced me quite a bit, and my good buddy DJ Santana, he influenced me quite a bit. And uh, DJ Craze, uh, okay. he also influenced me quite a bit. So the 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 three of them, um, you know, really gave me a a, a good education on um, electronic dance music, and then that led into the other types of electronic dance music. You know, the 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 house music and the trance music and the drum and bass and you know sure. everything. So I don't I don't play all those forms of music, but that's that's what led me to you know my music education i should say yeah got it you learned about it though for sure so right. uh, that's interesting so you went from guitarist playing in rock bands to djing like like i said breaks and then right. how did you end up in strip clubs again this is bouncing all around it's kind of cool though yeah it's it's it, it's bouncing all around so um I, uh, how do i explain it so the, the that same girl that i was t- telling you about she mm-hmm. started working at the dollhouse in tampa Okay, and the DJ that was at the dollhouse that she worked with was Jimmy Jimmy Jam, who I knew uh, from playing in the bands. Okay, so he he was actually a singer from Boston that also played in bands in the Tampa area. So we knew each other outside of the club business. And when I saw him, you know, we started talking about music, rock music, and I, you know, I had told him that you know I had some turntables and was um you know had passion for, for, you know, mixing, uh, breaks and, and just had passion for music in general. And he says, man, you would be really good at this. You'd be really <laughs> good at, 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 at this segment of the, of the business, the, the gentleman's club. And I'm like, well, I never really, never really considered it, you know? And he's like, you know, you should, you should audition, you know, we, we, we could maybe, you know, get you in, get you, you know, a shift or two during the day. Cause we have a guy that's leaving to move to California and maybe, you know, you could, uh, you could learn this. I'd be happy to, you know, to, to help teach you. And I was like, okay. And he's, you know, like, like he said, I already knew how to use the microphone. <laughs> yeah. I already had rhythm, you know? Yep. So yeah, he just, uh, he coached me. And so I, I, that's how I, that's how I started out was, was with Jimmy and I, you know, I worked some some um, Saturday day shifts at the Dollhouse sure. in Tampa. Was not really good at all. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time, man. It takes time, man. It takes time. Um, 
but yeah, and then I, I, you know, I obviously there wasn't a lot of room for for growth there because the DJs that were there, everybody that was there was there a really long time and and mm-hmm. had a lot of a lot of skills. Um, it seems like the bar back there was really high. You know, the, yeah. the Michael Peters era. You know, you really had That's... to have your presentation with a microphone down. Yeah. Um, and and I I still rely on that um, foundation that I got even just working those few shifts, you know, being exposed to, um, you know, that environment, working under big Jim and, and, and working under, um, Jimmy jam. And the other DJ that was there was, uh, was Tony and another guy named Dave. And, and, you know, I just learned a a tremendous amount and I, I, I became friends with a guy named Ray Lopez that was the DJ at Tootsie's here for many years. And now he's over at Cheetah Hallandale and uh and ray kind of took me under his wing and uh and and really coached me a lot with the emceeing aspect of the the job as well so i had ray on kind of one side of me and, mm-hmm. and jimmy on the other um pushing me and with you know with uh with in regard to the the emceeing so that's how i got started and then i um you know my path led me to working for jack Gallardi. okay um I ended up getting like the, you know, in with uh, the gold rush in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And then that's really when I, when I got to refine my skills, when I got a, a, a proper schedule, I was there four or five nights a week, Sure, you know, playing seven, eight hours, which is far too long for anybody to, to be on the microphone yelling. <laughs> you know, that that's funny because a couple of <laughs> points that maybe, you know, one is so many of us, I was a former singer started off as rock people. And if you talk to a lot of the pandas, whatever, most of them are rock musicians. And of right. course the stripper lifestyle that, that led us a lot of none. Most of us fall into this. I, I think of all the people I've met, I can count on one hand, the people who are like, Oh, that's what I wanted to do from the jump. Right. right. Everyone else just sort of fell into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the interesting thing to me is two points you brought up. One is that, you know, I was going to ask you, so I will. And, and it fits when, how long did it take? Till you really felt that you know what you were doing, you know what I mean? Where you were in control of your room, where you felt like you were good. Cause you know, there's that 10,000 hour principle. Right. And I remember I was DJing for about three years and I thought I should be a head DJ and everybody wants the top shifts and the money shifts. And I was good. I had talent. Don't get me wrong. But looking back now, I had no clue what I was doing. You know, I'd worked at one club, maybe two. You don't, you don't understand. There's so much that goes into being the main guy that people don't see. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Uh, so people understand it a little bit better. So I kind of believe that like what we do um, is kind of tied to pop culture mm-hmm. and pop cultures. Um, it's a moving target, you know, it's a moving mm. target. It's always changing. You know, what, what's working now isn't what was working a couple of years ago. What's working next year might not be what, what works this year. So it, it's, there's a tremendous amount of, of attention that has to be, put into continuing your education. You know, I, I yeah. feel like every day I'm, I still learn stuff. You know what I mean? I'm still learning stuff. So, you know, I, obviously when I started out, I, I didn't really know anything. It took me a few years before I got, you know, confident enough to, um, you know, to, 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 to really, I guess, feel comfortable in my skin. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel like I'm learning all the time. I'm always, you know, trying to learn new techniques, 
um you know new music obviously new techniques new music new software yeah new hardware you know it's it's a it's a it's a moving target you know what i mean i'm always trying to uh you know to to figure out what's coming next you know and, and um i i'm always trying to like borrow ideas from things that don't even relate to our industry absolutely you know what i mean like and I, and i i get that from from my background as a musician um big fan of a of a guitarist named steve vai oh yeah um buys a, a tremendous influence on me as a musician okay so the the that level of obsession that i had with the guitar is kind of shifted into the djing and the the overall um the overall whatever goes into what we do that yeah I mean, we're, we're if that makes any sense. Yeah, I love what you said there. I've never heard <laughs> it said that way. And I think the moving target with pop culture is such a big thing. And and you do have to learn constantly in music and, and fashion and be like even with what you say on the mic, uh, you know, being aware of pop trends and water cooler moments in pop culture is something you can say on the mic or maybe like when Walking Dead was huge. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched Walking Dead, but oh, uh, of course. Okay, you remember when Daryl was in the prison uh, with and had that that happy song that was driving? They were torturing him with that song. Uh, it was like I think so. I have really a happy boppy like. <laughs> I used to play that after like a two for one or an uptime, and the crowd would just crack up and be like, "Oh my god, they're trying to drive me crazy!" As the girls come out <laughs> the back, you know, the, the little stuff like that just adds elements to your show and makes it. Of course triggers memories and experiences and right right it's a big part of what we do is uh bringing throwback tracks or making taking a left oh, yeah. turn right turn right to trigger memories and create an experience right absolutely that's absolutely. what i think that's such a big part of it now another thing uh you mentioned is you know working seven to eight hours like one seven to eight hours a shift where a lot of people understand is like a normal club dj does what an hour and a half two hours set maybe four hours maybe so right um, I, I, I obviously do both, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't just do the, 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 um, the adult business, although that that's, that's my focus right now. Cause you know, having a family, it's, um, trying to focus on, on, um, so many different things. It's, it's challenging to, to chase everything that one wants, but, um, family first. Yeah. Yeah. You got family, the right thing going on. Yeah. Right? Family first, family beautiful. first, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's not uncommon for guest DJs to play as little as an hour and a half. Um, typically, when we have guest DJs, mm -hmm. um, I schedule them for like two to three hours. Okay. And and I I, I run into to, uh, roadblocks with some of their agents where <laughs> some DJs don't even want to do three hours. They're like, two hours is it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay. Lightweights. <laughs> Step into I my play, world. You guys I look play, Sorry, go ahead. They look down on us a lot. At least they used to. Now that they're starting to work in strip clubs, they appreciate us more. But I know forever DJs would be like, oh, you guys just talking the mic. And oh, dude, we do so much more than that. And we're working eight, 10, 12 hour shifts, four nights a week. So we're DJing 30 to 40 hours a week. A lot of us. That's so, a lot of music. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I am I do six hour um six hour shifts now six okay. hours god bless you um, <laughs> and, and and sometimes i don't even do that like when we have guests yeah uh, I'll, sometimes i'll play as little as is two hours um w which is a treat but keep in mind all of the work that goes in before oh yeah guest shows up i'm involved oh, yeah. so um 
in reality, I'm still putting in a, a, a tremendous amount Put of in effort. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think is the difference between a good and a great DJ? Man, at the end of the day, it's all about hard work. You know, um, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of really talented DJs. Um, and I've seen some other DJs that don't really have quite as much talent, but will outwork yeah. some of the talented DJs and they tend to progress a little, a little higher. Yeah. Hard work will beat talent, talent every day of the week. I agree with that. I agree with that a hundred percent. I work really, really hard at what I do. Um, you know what I mean? I, I, I can't emphasize that enough. You know, I, I come from a military family. Mm-hmm. I'm only the only person in, in our family that, that followed the path of music. And again, that path with music is what led me into, into this business. Um, yeah. So I, I, it's definitely, uh, <laughs> hard work, man. It's, it's all the hours you put in. Man. I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah, hard work it's not even, and people don't see the hours and hours you put in when you're not at work, but when you're researching music, researching equipment, practicing, learning new equipment to use it, new technologies. Right. There's so many hours to go in besides the 30 or 40 hours at the club, right? We, um, we as programmers, as DJs, um, I we're the only people in the in the building, I, I believe that that really love what they do. You know, Ooh. like like I, I I I mean. I, I know a lot of DJs and most DJs love music. Yeah. That's why they're there. Yeah. That's, that's a great point. Them, that's what led them into this. I, I can't really think of another staff member that, or, or type of uh, position, I should say, where they, they spend time during the day working on their craft and not being compensated for it, mind you. Right. And, and, you know, that's what makes them tick. What makes me tick yeah. Is, is working on my craft. You know what I mean? Amen. I'm not competing with with this guy or that guy. I'm competing with this guy. Yeah. The toughest one to sense. the toughest you know one to compete saying? with. Like, yeah, I'm 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 always trying to to outdo myself. I mean, I play anywhere from 16 to 20 days a month and I walk out of the I walk out of the club and I drive home sometimes and I, I, I'm like, you know, I, 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 I didn't like what I did. I didn't execute exactly how I did. Yes. As you know, there's so many factors that go into what we do. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can prep and prep and prep and prep and prep. And, but if you show up to execute and there's a bunch of things that are totally out of your control, Every you night. might have a bad night. It happens, man. Yeah. It yeah. happens. You yeah. know, I, um, doing the, the DJ bookings, for you know for a number of years now for this club and and for other clubs uh you know i talk to a lot of djs not mm-hmm. just the ones in our business but, yeah, but bigger around. djs and 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 djs that work in regional and and international circuits and and i deal with a lot of egos there's a lot of guys that that are that are you know that are like us they're they're similar minded individuals that love music. And then there's some guys that really believe they got the cure for cancer. You know, they're, <laughs> they're like, they, they, I've had guys tell me I'm the best or Ooh. I'm one of the best. Ooh. And I just look at them and I go, you know, we all have good nights. Yeah, we, all, we all have bad nights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I put it to you this way. And we all have bad nights. You know, I, I, there's, there's, I have nights every month where I walk out, I'm telling you, and I'm like, 
man, I just don't, I, 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 I don't like what I did. I could have yeah. done this better. Yeah. I made this mistake. I made that mistake. I, I thought the, these track, this track was going to go over and it didn't, <laughs> you know, or sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll play a track that I didn't think was going to go over at all. And it, it explodes, you know, <laughs> absolutely you man. know it's... all this stuff I'm, 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 I'm sure you know you everyone listening this a dj knows what exactly exactly what it is i'm talking about but that's Anybody... what i wanted you to talk about because you know most of our listeners aren't djs and they don't understand you know everyone thinks we just press play and, and pump our fist right and uh there's so much more that goes into it and like you said on top of the club DJ side of things. When you're a strip club DJ, you're running a rotation. You're running lights. Oftentimes, most most clubs you don't have a light man with you. You don't have someone uh, uh, doing the light show for you. You don't have someone doing. I don't. I don't know. They're just so, you know. You have to run the events. You have to do the emceeing. There could be contests. There could be parties going on. Uh, there's so much you have to do by the seat of your pants. So that was my next question for you with your music. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in the club world, you can kind of pre-plan your set a little bit, or at least have some deviations. But I know a strip club as a strip club DJ, I played 80%, 70 to 80% different music every night. I just did it by the seat of my pants and read my crowd. Now, some guys like to plan things out more and set up playlists. I didn't do that. Where do you sit yeah. on that? Um, so I I do use playlists because that's a tool. Sure. And I, I you know, I, I, I like tools. Um <laughs> but it's not it's not let me set a list and go straight down the list. I don't I don't I don't yes, do that. Like that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what I what I what I do, especially like, you know, when you're when you're starting to deal with a, a, a lot of girls, I mean, you know, we have nights where we have in excess of a hundred girls. So when you have a hundred girls and you've got a lot of them coming and going at the same time, you've got to be able to process them out as you're calling six names, right. as you're watching the room. Yeah, as <laughs> you're as you're transitioning in and out of, of tracks. So I, that's when I kind of rely on my lists. You know what I mean? Like I'll have a couple of lists and I'll have like a, you know, a pop list. I'll have a, uh, an, uh, a pop list for March. I'll have an urban list for March. I'll have a dance list for March. I'll have like a party, uh, various party mixes all set up, ready to go. That way, if I find myself in the weeds with, you know, Hey, I've got five girls that are trying to go home and I've got four girls that, are itching to get on stage, I can handle those responsibilities and still maintain a fairly uh, a fairly efficient workflow with the music, if that makes sense. Yeah, That's totally. what's on the list. Totally. Uh, also, like when I'm playing with with um, with some of these guys, like this weekend, I'm I'm playing with uh, um, Anthony Italia um, later on this month. Really, really super excited to say that we've got Roger Sanchez coming. Ooh. He's been a uh, a you know a, a tremendous influence on on me. Uh, yeah. I, I know him a little bit, not real well, but I know him a little bit from being mm-hmm. around Miami. I've hung out with him a couple times. Don't know him that well, but I, like I said, I know him a little bit. And we're we're just over the moon excited to have him coming. Absolutely. So obviously, for warming up for a guy like that, you know, I'm gonna have I'm gonna put together a little bit of a roadmap to that to, so I can be prepared. You know what I mean? To Absolutely. be prepared. But am I going to stick to that roadmap? No, because, you know, I get there and, and you know, what happens if everybody that's there is, is, isn't is like a, a EDM crowd yet? Right. You know what I mean? Because when I go on at midnight, sometimes it's very much a strip club crowd. Okay. And I've got to pivot. Right. You know what I mean? On the weekends, it's more of an EDM crowd. So got then, 
then I can really go in. But I, I've got to be able to scale scale it backwards or forwards depending on on the room and what Absolutely. they're responding to. Well, this is awesome. We're going to take a short break. We're going to have more with Mr. Tristan Storm right after this. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. We are back with Tristan Storm on Behind the Curtain, a What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can find us on all major streaming platforms or go to our website, www.whatshotitsc.com. My guest, if you are just joining us or you're coming back, as you know, is Tristan Storm from Vixen's Cabaret down in South Florida, one of the top DJs in the strip club industry, also in the club industry. We were talking about uh, kind of how we uh, how he approaches his night with his music and so on. But uh, I would like to talk about you're in the Miami, South Florida area. You know, you're just coming out of Ultra Music Festival and what used to be Winter Music Conference. So you have all sorts of big name artists in town, both EDM and, of course, hip hop is, you know, Miami is central to that as well. Uh, what are some of, uh, share some fun stories, any big name artists you want to have a fun, st- let the listeners hear what your life's about, you know? Oh, gosh, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't really kiss and tell. That's fair. That's fair. Was there anybody who came in who, uh, you were excited to see coming, just even hanging out. Um, I mean, people that I'm that I'm excited to see. Um, 
play or people sure. that I've worked with or what, what like I... to, to play? I know you guys have had some big name artists uh, DJ at your club. Andy has talked to that a little bit about that, but who are some of your highlights that have been to our club recently? Yeah. yeah. So we just had DJs from Mars. We had them uh, a oh, couple awesome. of weeks back. That's the second time we've had them. They amazing. Love those guys. Amazing. I've never seen them live, but amazing. love their mixes. And, and what's really great about them is they really, really fit our environment like a glove. Like they really, they, you know, they, they, they got the, the environment, you know, sometimes we'll bring in some of these, some of these guys and they don't, they're the environment's so foreign to them because remember a lot of these DJs, or I should say a lot of them, all of them are used to having a, a, a dance floor or a sure. group of people sandwiched in front of them. <laughs> right. And that in itself creates energy. So when, when they come into our environment and they don't have the dance floor, it, it kind of tends to set some of them. Uh, they, they have a hard time reading the, the yeah, it's a different way to read the room for sure. It's a different way to, to read the room. And um, these guys, man, they, they, they picked it up like that. And uh, which is why we had them back. They, uh, they did a great job. We uh, enjoyed them. So we had them. Um, uh, I believe Andy told you we had Paul Oakenfold recently. Yes, the legend. Yeah, we had Paul Oakenfold recently. Um, we've got. Uh, um, we just had a couple of guys from Spain, uh, Javi and Jose, that were just outstanding. Oh wow, outstanding! Scotty boy, great Scotty boy, DJ, yep. great, yeah, awesome. great DJ. Um, yeah, lots of lots of. Lots of really talented uh, guys have come through the last uh, the last few months. So we're uh, we feel re- we feel really privileged to to be able to continue to to put on these type of events. I got to say, you guys put on an event all the time to to rehash for the listeners who maybe didn't hear our interview with Andrew Ruiz, his partner in the DJ booth at at Vixens. You guys put on a party like it's not just. So first of all, yes, beautiful girls, yes, aerialists. You know they're they're great performers, but talk about like all the. I think you have a, a neon guitarist and people on stilts and yeah, talk a little bit about the, the, that, that going on. It's amazing. It's, it's a lot of work, you know, it's a lot of moving parts because that's all that, that all runs through the booth, you know? So we have to time everything and mind you, we've got six girls on stage. Wow. So to time all of that, excuse me, why we have the six girls on stage, why we have a hundred girls, why we have girls, as I said, coming and going it's um you know and then you've got the, the champagne rooms girls coming in and out of the champagne rooms so and you do the bottle a, service uh, right with the sparklers the big presentations yeah. right and so it's, are your aerialists the house girls or do you have your own set of girls who just do aerial stuff no no they're um we we call them the vixens angels okay and um and yeah they they they're they're in-house girls they um you know they're they're three, four days a week training. Awesome. They put a, a tremendous amount of time and effort into their craft and they really love what they do. And, and it shows. Yeah. So it shows. And uh, we're really, really fortunate to have them working with us. They're definitely um, a big part of what we do. And same thing with Gene, Gene, the, the, the guy that wears the, the devil mask and plays the guitar. Yeah. Um, super, super, super guy. Very talented guy. We have a lot of fun. We I got to ask you, man, have have you ever, has Gene ever let you slip the mask on and sl- slide that guitar on for all time's sake? No, and you get out there and shred? No, <laughs> no, no. I, um, I'm happy in the booth. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I still play guitar a little bit at the house. Yeah, just for fun. You know what I mean? I uh, I've gotten back into it again the last number of years. Um, but yeah, no. By the way, if, if 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 you're looking for a new guitar track, have you heard the new extreme extreme track? Rise? Of course, of course. Yeah. Oh my I, God, Nuno on that solo. Yeah, Nuno's <laughs> great. Nuno's great. I I actually had the privilege of hanging out with him and and Zach Wild and uh and Steve Vai at the the um what's the tour that Vi had? Oh, the guitar the guitar that, fest. Uh, the, the... Uh, Generation X. There you go. Just before uh, COVID, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh man. It was, it was, it was a, a, just a, an amazing night. And my wife, um, my wife loves rock music too. And okay. she had never seen these guys, you know, and she was just blown away, especially Zach, you know, Zach's, Zach's a beast. like next level performer, you know? Yeah. My, yeah. one of my good friends was, uh, in his band, Black Label Society for 17 years. So I've really got to see them at the whiskey and be backstage wow. and yeah, Zach's fun. He's a wild man. <laughs> wild guy, yeah. Yeah. Wild guy for sure. For sure. For sure. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to mention or talk about uh, as far as strip clubs or clubbing? Or we or we can have a little, I have a little fun questionnaire for you. Sure. Shoot. All right. All right. Uh, Mr. Tristan Storm, you are now on the hot seat. It's time for the modified questions as made famous by Bernard Pivot and James Lipton on Inside the Actor Studio. Tristan Storm, here are your 10 questions. Are you ready, sir? Shoot. All right. Number one, what is your favorite word? Word of the day, stupendous. Stupendous. It's a good word. What is your least favorite word, sir? Oh, gosh. Least favorite word. I don't really believe I have one. Um, hmm, that's a tough one. Uh, can't really answer that one. There's no least favorite word. Okay. Okay. Uh, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Creative, spiritually, emotionally. Um, I like to be challenged. I like to challenge. I like to challenge myself. Um, uh, creatively, I mean, like I said, um, I like to always be trying to borrow concepts from other stuff other than what it is that I do, you know? Love it. Uh, so, yeah. Got it. What turns you off? Um. People that don't really um, respect what goes in to um, someone's passion, you know right. what I mean. And, and yeah. if, if someone's passionate about something, and then they they have just totally disregard that, you know. Got it. Kind of a turn off. Yeah. Here's here's everyone's favorite question. What is your favorite curse word? <laughs> oh man, definitely fuck. Yeah, all right. That's a thousand. Everyone has said fuck so far. <laughs> uh, what sound or noise do you love? Uh, I love the sound of a sine wave. Ah, ooh, there's a DJ answer for you. I like that. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, excessive mid range. <laughs> which i'm a guitar player so yeah. obviously, you know guitar is very mid-range focused but yes uh, uncontrolled mid-range got uh, it that's such a producer answer too i love it yeah. <laughs> i've never heard that one as for this questionnaire uh what profession other than your own would you like to attempt um 
I enjoy trading. Trading? Like yeah, trading. Okay. okay. Trading the NASDAQ. I I, uh, I like trading. Um, got it. During COVID, I got into that a little bit. And I've done cool. um, done pretty well. And I enjoy it. I enjoy learning about it. Um, so I definitely see myself spending more time with that um, when my kids get a little bigger. Sure. Sure. What profession would you not like to do? Um, gosh, what profession would I, um, I would say I would not want to flip burgers. <laughs> That's fair. All or right. Dig ditches. Or dig ditches. Amen. Dig ditches, yeah. I'm getting too old for that. My back would die. Uh, all right. Here's the big one. If heaven exists, what musician would you most like to jam with when you enter the pearly gates? Without question, Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes. All right. Randy Rhodes. What about Randy Rhodes? Uh, so spoke to you. So as I said, as a child, I you know was exposed to 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 rock music, and um, I just remember hearing him play "Crazy Train" and <laughs> "I Don't Know" and you know all that early Aussie stuff, and um, it just it, it it spoke to me, and I, I studied his playing um a lot as a child and and I still listen to it as a as a you know an old old man <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah he he contributed quite a bit to the to the electric guitar you know I I, I would say Jimi Hendrix Randy Rhodes Eddie Van Halen they Steve Vai you know they all contributed a, a great deal to the electric guitar but yeah. um the one that spoke to me first before I got exposed to everyone else that I just yep. listed, the first one that I that 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 was on my radar. This was again before there was the the internet, obviously. Yeah. You know the 1980s. The first one that 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 caught my attention was uh, was Randy. I got to tell you, man, there's something special in that era about finding music. It was much harder, and uh, people don't realize how easy it is to find music now with the internet. But that's what made it to me more special when you found that okay. band. It was your band for a while before it grew into everybody's right well man you were off the hot seat uh i gotta encourage everyone to go down to vixen's cabaret and go check out no uh what what part of florida is that exactly is that lauderdale or is I, it i live in sunny owls but our our club is in davy which is it's right by the hard rock it's like okay. a stro stone's throw uh distance from the hard rock so yeah if uh if you're ever in town um I definitely recommend come on by, check out me or check out my buddy, Andy. Um, one of us is always there. Two of the best. And, um, yeah, man. We what are your social media is working. People uh, find out more about Tristan or follow your music or follow your, uh, your shows. Yeah. I haven't been too active on social media the last, uh, the last couple of years, you know, like I said, I've, I've really shifted my focus more to, to family life, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful thing, man. Being a father is the best thing that could, I think, happen to any person. Yeah, it's uh, it's the best. You know, my my daughter's three and a half, and my son's oh. one and a half. So when they're when they're that little, it, it takes up literally all all my time. And now that the wife's, you know, having a a, a third baby, like, woohoo! Congratulations! Thanks so much. That's big news, man. Congratulations. God bless you. I hope everything goes Thank smoothly. You. God and, bless uh, you. And and hey, and I just want to give a, a special shout out to you, man, for for having me here and and for all the hard work that you got put into this to this show. It's uh it's an awesome thing that you're doing. The industry is really grateful 
to uh, have that. you put you know putting in this work because uh you're spreading awareness and you're 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 spreading good vibes man and there 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 can never be enough good vibes in the world you know hey man good i vibes. really appreciate that man thank you very much and uh we'll have to have you on again sometime oh man it's been my honor man hey man right. thank you we'll so talk much. soon thanks a lot tristan Absolutely. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.